a minor shuffle, eh? Not quite so much. There was more on offer at yesterday's press conference than expected. Actually, the announcement was pretty sensible. It's a good time for the Prime Minister to be making sure the right person is in the right job, shift the opposition's focus by moving a few folks along and attempting to arrest the slide in the polls. The shuffle was instigated, of course, by a couple of resignations and the timing couldn't have been better for the Prime Minister. Minister for Immigration Chris Farfoy announced he was leaving to spend time with his young family. He'd wanted to resign at the last election, but Ardern had convinced him to stay on, taking on the portfolios, undergoing major reform, actually, in broadcasting and immigration. I don't think it was a secret that he was keen to move on, especially when the man who was once regarded as the Minister of Everything went AWOL during COVID and moved slowly to deal with immigration issues. Michael Wood picks up immigration and let's hope he hits the ground running and bring some relief for the many sectors crying out for migrant labour. Speaker of the House Trevor Mallard has also resigned, ending a 35-year parliamentary career in August to take up a diplomatic post in Europe. It's a nice reward for some average behaviour of late. This is also good timing for the Prime Minister. In a recent poll, only 17% of New Zealanders thought he was doing a good job. I think 35% didn't have an opinion. Uh, But after the headlines of false sexual assault claims and unhelpful antics over the dealing with the COVID protest, this is a nice, neat solution, isn't it? Chris Hipkins, who is fast becoming Labour's fix-it man, is going to take over police and passes the COVID-19 response to Aisha Verrill. We now have a person with a criminology degree in charge of the police. Not a bad idea, but... Hipkins' ability to manage complex portfolios, deal with opposition, communicate well with the media might be more behind this move rather than a degree he did in the late 90s. Basically, he's competent, right? The police, uh, the Prime Minister said she felt the focus for the police portfolio had changed since 2020 and the focus on what was needed for police now had been lost, but added that Porter Williams is a capable minister and retains her confidence and will stay in Cabinet as a Conservation and Disabilities Minister. Hipkins is, of course, very fond of his education portfolio, but to free him up, a large part of that portfolio will go to the Associate Minister, Jan Tanetti, who uh, is a former principal and teacher, and she seems to have a good handle on the job. See what I mean? It's, it all just seems to be very sensible, doesn't it? Uh, it is also worth noting Porto Williams lost the building and construction portfolio. That was handed to Megan Woods, who was the Minister of Housing. Things are not settling down in the construct and construction sector. This could be an issue leading into the election next year. It is best to move this portfolio into more capable hands now. Another sensible decision. This reshuffle is a sign of things to come. It's a chance to give talent an opportunity to step up and shine before the Prime Minister undertakes a major reshuffle at the beginning of next year. And it, of course, is highly unlikely that Labour will have a caucus of 65 ministers next election. So it's also important for the or members of Parliament next election. So it's also important for the party to make sure their best talent is retained. So those who have been given the nod, Kitty Allen, Kitty Allen picks up Farfoy's justice portfolio. Adrian Rurafei, who has been nominated for the Speaker and looks like he will step into that role. Kieran McCulty becomes a minister outside a cabinet with a focus on regional issues. Uh, he has also picked up associate minister for local government, assisting Nanaya Mahuta with three waters. He's a good choice there, I think, and no doubt will be out and about around the country selling this infrastructure pro- policy in an attempt to get it back on track. So as I said, Pretty sensible appointments. But whether any of these politicians are up to the job depends on the results, so it will be a wait-and-see situation. 
But, you know, does this change things uh, in your view of Labour? What do you expect from Chris Hipkins in the police portfolio? Do you think he's tough enough for this portfolio? And what is required of him? Uh, Of course, the police work independently. Do you think he can bring some order to policing? Is this reassuring to you? I mean, we we talk endlessly, don't we? about gangs and gang violence and crime and what is taking place at the moment and police and resources and all these kind of things here on Talkback. So are you confident? Does this give you some confidence? He is a capable minister. There's no doubt about that. But do you think that this is the right portfolio for him? Is he going to be able to get in there and really make a difference? And uh, does Trevor Mallard's performance warrant a cushy gig in Europe? Keen to hear your thoughts on that as well.